Welcome to Rising Up, the podcast where we talk about how we can elevate ourselves even when sometimes we feel like we're falling down. Um, Today our quote is, most people die at 25 and aren't buried until they're 75 from Benjamin Franklin. Um, I'm Neha and I'm from Pennsylvania and today we have with us... I'm Aleem from Toronto. Louis from Vancouver. Chloe from Nevada. Okay, so to kick off our discussion, we're kind of going to talk about what this quote means to us and um, how we interpret it in our daily lives. Right, so just to start off, I think like at the core of it, I can only assume that this quote really means that after 25, you're not really motivated to do anything rather than just work and sleep and your childhood really remains your only free time. Oh yeah, I completely agree with that. And um, back in the session, we were kind of talking about how children's brains and their prefrontal cortex doesn't develop until they're 25. So it's interesting to see, but when your brain is developed, it seems that you're not enjoying yourself enough. And you're, you're <laughs> according to Benjamin Franklin, you're, you're metaphorically dying so it's interesting to see that when you think things are set it's actually the reverse and you're having less free time and less creativity what do you think Luis? like i I think like what he means is that like people's heart died by 25 it's just like when we're starting young we all have this ideal ideology of like how the world is supposed to go and then we we when i think by 25 that's the point where when we start like getting into society and then we realize that society isn't what we think it is and some people get lost in that and well according to benjamin franklin most people get lost in that and you you just your heart dies at 25 but your body dies at 75 and like between this like 50 years you're just like making it through life and without anything like meaningful i think even um going back to the brain like kids are so much more creative than an adult and i'm pretty sure that's been scientifically proven Mm -hmm. so once you're not really creative are you really living because you can't really build stuff without creativity i think it's it relates less to like creativity it's more of like how our society work and how the truth is that sometimes you just have to go out and work and do stuff that you don't you don't like and put food on the table and just be responsible for yourself and be responsible for your family and in our current society, we don't have any other options, I guess. Some people are really, really, like, they get the chance to do what they like, but most people don't. And they're privileged, the people who do get to do the things that they like and make a living without that. But most people, they don't have that opportunity and they just go by what makes money, what will get them through life. For sure, and that's even a huge problem for financial freedom, that you're doing a job that you're just doing for money. And I don't personally resonate with that because if you're not enjoying yourself, why are you actually here in life? Why not just leave? Like, honestly, 
if you're not enjoying, I don't see the purpose of being. Yeah, and that's true. And, and to put it into perspective, by the time that you're 25, you're gonna be graduated from your first level of college if, if you're doing an undergrad. And it's it's interesting to see because then you'll be doing like a, a the beginning tier of um, working, and that's kind of where all your creativity, as you said, Aleem, financial freedom kind of goes away and you stop living for yourself and you're you're starting to live for other people, including your boss at work or um, your friends at college and doing what they want to do. And it's interesting because when you're a kid, you get to kind of follow your curiosity and like how we're doing in TKS, kind of learning about new things. And uh, because the horizons are so open for us, but by the time that you're 25, you have to do um, like what Louis was saying, you have to do things that um, put food on the table, maybe not necessarily are the best skills to have or are things that are enriching your life, but making spreadsheets, if that brings money, then I guess that's what you have to do. What do you think, Chloe? Yeah, I actually wanted to go back to the point where Aileen mentioned that the quote kind of refers to how your childhood is your only free time. And I actually think that's not what the quote is really talking about. I think it's emphasizing that a lot of people are, they're, they're yet to realize that they can continue innovating past the age of 25 because there's so many people stuck in this notion that life is about going to college and getting, you know, your decent job to make a living, but it's, it takes work, but you can easily get out of that and you can continue living innovative until you're at that old age of, you know, 75. That's true. Are, are you guys afraid of, are you guys afraid of stagnating and not growing when you're 25 per se? I mean, I personally am not worried about it just because of my personality always being motivated. But just going back to the boat, like, I would disagree with you, Chloe, because I strongly believe that not everyone really wants to be an innovator and some people are genuinely happy doing something like a teacher or an instructor, no, I guess those are the same thing, but in other jobs you can still be happy in lieu of something like making spreadsheets. So that's just interpretation of the quote. I personally am not worried about being quote because I feel as though as long as I continue my path that I can always continue doing what I like along with being financially free. Yeah, and I feel that sometimes it's not about whether you think that you personally are going to be stagnating, it's more about the idea of stagnation itself and just worrying that you're not gonna grow because having the potential to grow and then not using it is the biggest, it's the biggest um, challenge that you can ever face in your life one of the biggest challenges and um, that's why I really like TKS is just the idea of unlocking your potential because all of us have a lot of gifts in, in certain areas whether it be music or whether it be math or innovation or whatever it may be and actually unlocking that potential and making a difference in the world is, is pretty it's pretty impactful so I think when people are 25 they yeah they get so caught up in the idea of a job and university and a family which is all important but sometimes they can lose sight of what they actually want to do in their life and going to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, by the time that you're 25 you're not 
looking at your upper like self-actualization needs you're more um focused on survival and like physical needs um, because you're making your own house and you're caring for your own self rather than having your parents taking care of you yeah and that even relates into the mindset of belief being authenticity yeah. and how are you really living your life or are you trying to make your parents proud like one of the best universities and then your wife proud or husband proud that you just got the best promotion mm-hmm. and your kids proud i think that people really do lose touch and programs like velocity and tks can really unlock your potential yeah. and open your eyes into what the world really is that's so true. I so, think it really depends on how much like your choice in life and cuz if you take an unconventional part or you want to change the world and or you want to make a big impact it's like let's be honest it's hard and mm-hmm. there's only one Steve Jobs there's only one Bill Gates out of like a few billions of people and like there's a little percentage of any of us here that will be at that height at any time in our life which means that most of us will not completely fail but fail to some extent from our dreams in life because life is just hard and you you sometimes you have to compromise to life and throughout your life you make different but like decisions that might alter you from your dreams and this is how life is and you don't have like that many choices in your head so yeah that's so true and, and sometimes sometimes i wonder like it, it just depends on some small decisions in your life and where life might lead you to so yeah i so agree and that kind of goes back to the expectations versus reality mindset and done over perfect and sometimes we have huge um expectations and dreams and ambitions for our life and sometimes we don't get there because you can't get there in one go you can't get there in one leap so making smaller steps and kind of breaking it up into daily goals and making um th- making goals that are actually possible to achieve will slowly get you there and then by the time that you're 25 or 75 you don't feel like a failure because every day you spend 20 minutes working towards your life's goal or your your one dream that you always wanted to do and you'll eventually get there so that's really interesting but what are you guys' action items for not not making Benjamin Franklin's quote come true and not um emotionally or mentally dying out by the time that you're 25 what are your action items for that personally i just want to nail down how to keep consistently motivated because mm-hmm. i find myself i can absolutely destroy a week and do everything i want to but then i get burned out for the next month and obviously that's not sustainable so i want to really find a sweet spot where i'm not only sleeping 3 hours and <laughs> i can actually achieve all my goals throughout the year yeah what do you think chloe what are your action items yeah i think for me it would just be continuously staying aware my entire life you know am i really working for myself or am i working for someone else am i going to get this degree because my parents want me to get it because the people around me said i should or am i getting the degree because it's what i know i want to do and it's going to be useful in whatever dreams i pursue yeah keeping things in perspective right i think that me personally i find that like 
Benjamin Franklin quote will most likely come true to my life. If it's not 25, it's 35. Or it's 45. At some point in my life, I'll, I'll just need that. I'll need stability. And if you, you, you work on your dreams and stuff, it's not that I'm saying I'm not going to work towards that because there's a high probability, like percentage that it's going to come true. But I just think that it's most likely to come true because most of us, like at least, will fail in their dreams. Like you see how many people, you see the successful people, but there's only so few. And people only talk about success stories, but they don't talk about failure stories because that's not what people want to hear. And if you constantly fail in your life, you can climb back up or you can like restart. But at some point in your life, you're going to have to stop that because you want stability for yourself and for your family. And for many of us, at some point in our life, we'll have to take care of our parents to take care of like our younger generation and you can't do that just constantly like failing or constantly pursuing your dreams because that wouldn't be responsible yeah so all i can all i can say is that take the, all the risks that you can before you at that point although you might like fail but there's also like that like tiny little chance that you might succeed and i think that all of us are working for that tiny little percentage or tiny little chance for succeeding that's true and and increasing our chances for success and increasing our chances for serendipity by making these videos by making these articles by putting ourselves out there sure it can result in failure sometimes but it just increases that chance from being 0.0001 to maybe one percent or something like that so it's really interesting to see that as well i think it also depends how you define success because i feel as though right now we're describing like the jeff bezos's and elon musk rather than the average joke because personally if you're happy to me i think you've achieved success and money always is everything and Although, yeah, impacting millions is awesome, it's not always success. So, it's a very personal kind of goal. That's true. And, and but didn't, we defo- like, didn't we, like, assume that, like, an ordinary life and compromising to life is what this quote means by dying at 25? It's just about losing control. It's not... Everybody has different thresholds for the amount of risk that they can take. Somebody has... Like Elon Musk had the risk threshold for giving all of his $300 million to three different companies. But if we had that choice, we, we might not have made that decision. And we all have different perspectives and outlooks on the world. So we probably have different ways that we're going to um, consider that. But um, uh, it's, it's interesting to see that, um, yeah, our goals aren't the same in life. And maybe one person wants to be happy and live a good life with a good family whereas um some of us are kind of aspiring to change the world but just achieving whatever goals that we can and breaking up those goals into smaller daily achievable um tasks actually prevents us from being like 10 years later realizing oh i've thought i was working towards this goal but i actually wasn't and 
I wasted 10 years of my life trying to do something that I knew was impossible. So like setting achievable goals, even if you your goal is I want to be a hairdresser, well, break it up. Like I'm going to go to hairdressing school. I'm going to open my own shop. I'm going to, but before becoming an international success, I'm going to first focus on these smaller goals. Prevents you from ever burning out at 25 and, you know, regretting that time. and you don't want to regret about not doing something at a point in your life where you, you can't do anything and so at least we should give us the ch- give ourselves the chance to regret about anything so i think we should just do the stuff that we're really passionate about That's and see how it goes because if you're not trying right then it's never gonna happen although that you know that there's a high chance that you will fail yeah it's just yeah life is too short to have regrets just just do it right okay so what do you guys think is wrong with the world as shown by this quote so if benjamin franklin is generalizing by saying that most people are dying out at 25 and aren't buried until they're 75 what does this show you about the world and what are your perspectives on um, currently what's going on um, and how you know we're, we're facing these challenges i think it's just the annotation of like you need to work a nine to five job mm-hmm. six figures to be successful and on reality i think everyone would agree that's not really what it is and if you were truly living your life you would be doing what you want and when you're spending a third of your day doing something you hate is that really being happy rather than playing soccer or mounting fun whatever you personally enjoy that's more important than getting a job regardless of where you are financially yeah and that goes back to authenticity and instead of comparing yourself to other people you don't have the same interests so the success metric of like oh i'm gonna have a million dollars by the time i'm 35 or 45 or 55 or whatever it may be and I'm gonna work a nine to five job just like X, Y, and Z people, it's not the same because if you have different interests and different goals in life, then you might be taking a completely different unconventional path. So Chloe, what do you think is wrong with the world um, as shown by the quote? Yeah, I think part of it is that people, for one, are too caught up in their small little problems. And then second, like they can't actually grasp how to achieve their goals so earlier when you guys are talking about like managing a family or just um sustaining for yourself those people are too caught up in just doing the absolute minimum to do that right they're not thinking about oh how can i get a better job that can help me save so i can pursue my dreams you know they're just thinking about what's happening in the moment not in the big picture yeah so it's like survival sort of i think at the same time it's quite hard to think of the big picture when you're like work nine to five and when you come home you have to take care of your kids and then by the time that they're bed like you're you're already tired and you just need that sleep to start a new day tomorrow so what can you do and it takes a lot of effort and for a person to think 
for their future where when they're caught up in this cycle. That's true. And it's it's like I wouldn't call it poverty, but I would call it like middle class living from check to paycheck to paycheck. And you're kind of in that situation where it's no longer about like, oh, I want to achieve my childhood dream. It's about like, let me work so that I can get food on the table and kind of, you know, sustain my family. So I think it's it's two different things. It's it's either you're in that situation where you're just trying to survive. And at that point, you're obviously not going to be worrying about the big picture. But then it's also for those of us who don't need to worry about where the food's going to be coming from or if we're going to have heat or electricity tonight. It's For those people, it, we should really be using our opportunities like TKS, like school, the opportunities that we get to have rather than we don't have to go. You know, it's it's more of an opportunity that, ha- that we have. Um, we should use those to the full potential and, and not just waste them because so many people out there don't actually have those opportunities. What do you think, Aline? Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Okay, so if you had, like, infinite amount of money and you could do anything in the world and um, you had unlimited power, then what would you um, what would you do and change in the world that would prevent this quote from ever happening? I mean, I personally would want to go back in time and just stop colonialism because I think that's what really screwed up our earth yeah. of taking everything from continents like Africa and bringing it into let's say Britain for example Yeah, I think that's where the wealth inequality started and I would even argue that that's the roots of slavery and all these horrible yeah. horrible social constructs that's true but then it raises the question if colonialism hadn't happened would it, would it be that something else would have happened that would have done the exact same thing? Like, are humans by nature, like, enslaving other people and stealing other people's resources from their continents? Or is it just that one event that kind of started that? Right? It's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, sure. Well, if you're referring to, like, European colonialism, I don't think we should have stopped that. Because even if it feels, even if it was, you know, really harsh, really cruel, it still drove the advanced economies that we have today. And even then, colonialism was happening, or versions of colonialism was happening for a really long time before that. Slavery had been happening for a really long time before that, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, um, it's interesting to think, like, it, I think it is kind of human nature to dominate other people and make a hierarchy and make um, a social, like, social inequality and everything, but um, it, it's, it's interesting to think, and I think if we had unlimited power and time machines and everything, we could definitely fix some of those problems and kind of make more um, of an equitable and inclusive world. So thank you for listening to Rising Up Podcast. And you can follow Louie on Instagram at at Z-H-U Louie on Instagram. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Bye.